0: Welcome to Love Through It. I'm your host, Liana Nielsen, a former actress and comedian turned integrative nutrition health coach. I ended up here after spending my 20s getting sick and then healing from an undiagnosable autoimmune condition, depression, anxiety, and an eating disorder when doctors were no help. Combining both traditional and alternative methods, I found healing through a deeper mind-body connection. On this podcast, I'll share conversations with friends, experts, and clients on how they love through their biggest challenges to build lives and bodies they love. Let's do this. <laughs> I just feel like I was huffing markers. I to were, <laughs> by the way. You just oh my by. God. I'm like, woo. I did. Extra I did. Um, for those of you who are just joining Which us. Which I they... believe everyone is. Yeah. It's just us. Otherwise, Claire's the only one that knows I'm not actually huffing. Markers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I live in a building in Portugal that is over a hundred years old and How charming. I'm on the top floor. Lucky me. Yes. Just little, it's not, it's like four stories, but I have this cute little balcony that apparently is leaking into my neighbor's apartment. Isn't
1: that fire. And
0: today they came and resealed it with something very smelly. And I came home and it was like being snapped in the face. Yeah. So we're going to try to just move through it with, as you may or may not know, I, I haven't said it a million times already. I am a highly sensitive person and smell so much so that. My mom thought I should be a perfumer when I was a child because oh, I reacted perfumier. so much to how perfumer, yeah, um, how everything. She was like, "Your nose is so sensitive." So that's really, I'm really getting challenged in that moment. <laughs> but otherwise, I'm really happy to be here. Oh,
1: well, I'm so thrilled! I'm so thrilled. <laughs> if you pass out or something, then I'll call authorities. But
0: and just but honestly, just finish out the podcast. Okay. Do maybe do a monologue. I'm, I'm sure looking, you have. You know, I can. Um, you know and I'm- then at the appropriate time, let someone know. Okay, when I feel not like at I'm the cost it up. of the podcast, yeah, okay. yeah, wrap it up.
1: I will make the call when I feel it's a sufficient podcast. I love it. <laughs> good, good. You're in charge.
0: It's been a minute. When it's- is the last time we did one of these? Been a minute. Like September,
1: um, or October
0: because it was before October. I went out to LA. Oh! Oh! Wow! Yeah. Wow we've both had quite a year. Can we
1: talk about the year that we've had? It's been I can,
0: a lot a lot I, It growth. really has I can confidently say this might have been one of the most challenging years of my entire life.
1: I confidently will agree for myself. This is yeah absolutely- for you as well. What a shit show! Man. What a shit show! Just highlights. You moved to Portugal. <laughs> I did, which was a high. Which, which was definitely was, a highlight. Which was a high. You, but then fell in love. You left and right. You know, left, left and, right. and right.
0: My favorite you, thing to do.
1: Business pivots.
0: Yep. Uh huh. Right. Um, I lit- i can confidently say all of my biggest fears came to fruition and all then I had to them. stare them in the face great and uh-huh. re really visit uh stuff that I thought I had healed in therapy in my 20s yeah healing is non-linear kids non-linear oh boy, it's not and I swear when you have enough tools no children a lot of free time you really can get in there <laughs> get in there you eat. can sit in it and you, what did we see from Claire? Open her heart.
1: Open my heart. I think I also faced all some of my biggest fears.
0: Yeah, yeah. And would you say you also fell in love? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How'd that work out for us?
1: Great. <laughs> I say, laughing hysterically.
0: Well, here's what's interesting.
1: So. Last night, in preparation, because we talked about what, that we were going to do kind of a recap of the year. Yeah. Which, and then in the new year, we can prep for the year to come. But this is yes. more of appreciation for what's what we've. How done far this year. that
0: we're alive? How far still. we've come? Heck yeah!
1: How we're still alive at this point.
0: And over here, hanging on by a thread, we might pass
1: out any moment. Any moment. I, last night, I took myself to dinner. Yes. When am I not? Um, I just left the house. So, and I <laughs> I went with the intention, which is huge for me because I do look forward to You know that.
0: And you also were sick for a bit. I've been so, oh my God. Been been so you have been pff- in the house. Sick. So you did, it was a big deal.
1: It was very big. And the even bigger deal is that I ran errands. I came home when it was dark out and then I left uh, my home. To go out to eat—that was big. That Whoa. was very big. To not meet
0: anyone in the Near cold in, in the New cold. York?
1: Forget it. So it was Forget very it. big. But I was like, "This is important. I really want to take the time." So you had sent me a couple questions. Yes. So I kind of, I kind of um, used one as a springboard, but then I just Fabulous. like wrote and. I love. Really, I look back through my calendar Mm
0: -hmm. to
1: look at like events and things that I just as a reminder because I can't fucking remember anything, which might
0: be related to the amount of sleep that sometimes we don't get.
1: No, I think it's long COVID. (laughs) (laughs) I laugh. I laugh. It could be, but I like to say it's certainly not from my choices. No, you couldn't be doing anything wrong. I could be doing. It's because I got COVID. Yeah. Um, (laughs) <laughs> I highlights of my year. Positive highlights of my year. I have a question.
0: Yep. I just had a moment. Do we need to introduce who you are ever? Or people just know? Oh <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so.
0: Right? Oh my it's funny. I just had this moment of like, did we just get into it? Well Claire is the lovely I think everyone producer. She's I a performer, extraordinaire. She uh Former, current client. She mm-hmm. she's just a one woman show. This one. Um, Thank you. In case you were, in case you are new, in case you are new to the podcast, oh, that's and I'm true. the host, a multi Anna. You're a multi oh, yeah, By the way, okay. Sorry. Thank your you. highlights. Thank Don't you, you love how professional and in order this goes? I like it. it's, that's, a free it's my all. favorite
1: part about it. As a producer, I love that. Um, <laughs> 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 no, I like the more easy whatever better than we'll blame the toxins anything.
0: I'm the, that I'm oh, yeah. huffing over I so. here
1: I think that's a good idea and I'll blame my <laughs> illness for the last two <laughs> right, weeks right
0: the long covid, COVID yes
1: oh and long covid not that thank you
0: that's not a real scary thing cuz it's it, it's
1: true it is it's it, that is a real thing it's it, there's a small possibility that I do have it but I like to blame all my stupid choices <laughs> the effects of my stupid choices on that Great. Here and there. All right. Back to the acted highlights. in a feature film.
0: She acted in a feature film
1: yeah. that someone asked me to be in. I didn't even audition. She didn't even have to
0: audition. Didn't even have straight to straight off her babes. Straight Thank off Thank you.
1: I booked a national commercial. Yes, yeah, she did for pickles and it was great. For pickles. I mean, granted, did it run as much as I wanted it to? No, but why are we focused on that?
0: And maybe they'll bring it back next year.
1: Maybe. You don't know.
0: And how many pickles did you have to eat that day at Ballpark?
1: I, I, I couldn't count because it was going to be nauseating. But a lot. <laughs> I got a lot of sodium that day. I'll say <laughs> that much. I filled my quota. I did a lot. A number of production design jobs that I was very thrilled with. Which you're great at
0: and you love.
1: I, which I love. I got to do intimacy coordination, which is something that I'm very excited about. This is my new, uh, new focus. I'm not yes. shifting everything, but adding to my repertoire. Yes. Um, I got to do this podcast. Yeah. Got to oh, do this podcast with you. A highlight. Oh. I worked on my podcast. Unfortunately, yeah. I haven't brought it back, but we're not focused on that. I did, you know, I was working on that at the beginning of the year. I, on a personal note, I went and on a few dates. And should we hype it?
0: Should we hype it? Because it's great. Clarify your day.
1: You can still you listen have... to it all. Absolutely. It's coming back next year. It's coming back. It's coming back. Please. Thank you. On a personal note, I went on a few dates. I made out drunkenly in a bar. Woo! I, um, sure, fell in love. I got confused.
0: I also Same.
1: went to a sex party. Woo! I went to a... A new dinner.
0: Exploratory. I got, got a
1: tattoo. And yeah. I've decided to move across the country. So, like, what a positive, positive year. Yeah. Now, you can't have the positives without a lot of struggle.
0: And the, you guys, we have to understand that Claire has been in our apartment for 12 years. 12 years. And never when she apartment for 12 years when, when she realized that she wanted to move she had to like whisper it to me she didn't want to say it I out did. loud it was I so did. not part of the plan so this is like claire breaking a really really big pattern yeah and making taking a huge leap of faith and before faith. the end of the year ucb asked you to direct hello i have that's so true I mean, yeah but that's exciting Straight offer, another straight yeah.
1: offer. That was something. Thank you for that, because so UCB for those who don't know is like the comedy institution. And prior to um, the pandemic, I was on house teams like performing, which I love. She's and, very funny, guys. Very, so very. If you couldn't tell from this hilarious comedy, I'm podcast so, I'm, That we do I'll laugh a second, you know. <laughs> but I they're bringing, it's coming back. Like it closed yes. during pandemic, everything, whatever. And so they are, um they were auditioning and getting, and there was just a part of me that was like, and it came back after I realized I was moving, but there was also mm-hmm. part of me of like, would I even want to mm-hmm. like audition and be a performer? I was like, I don't feel like it's, I, I feel like I've stepped into a different direction. Graduated. That I've graduated in a bit and I, and I, was like, I think directing is um, more of what I want to do. And they've asked me to direct. So I'm committed to like the first show mm-hmm. in the new year, which probably won't happen till March or end of February. But um, that is huge to be asked Except by such a comedy deal. institution to direct a sketch show. So yeah, so thank you for that. So it feels yeah. right, yeah. if you will.
0: When you put it that way, you've had a really amazing year.
1: I've had an amazing year.
0: Okay, you have, you have, you have. have. No, I've. Gosh, we started in twenty twenty one. You took a bit of a break. Mm -hmm. Seeing your progress, mental health stable. Yeah, the past Mm -hmm. year, your the amount of growth and expansion that you've had—it's been really beautiful to watch. Really tremendous. Yeah, you've grown more in the past like year than you have in maybe the two before. Oh, f-
1: at least and definitely years before that. Because years before that, I think yes, there was growth, but mm-hmm. there was busyness. Yeah, and there was yeah, yeah. there's you avoidance, know, right? Avoidance, and also it's just easy to you know the focus is like career and comedy for me, and like mm-hmm. you know. Doing stuff, doing, 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 as opposed yeah. to going internal, and then of course we had this beautiful blessing <laughs> where we all had to sit and look inward,
0: um, <laughs> and yeah. that got rough for a lot. And of that us. got really rough for a lot of us. But the funniest I, thing is, I actually had a like. You, this isn't a nice thing to say, because pandemic was hard, but I felt like I had like a great pandemic. You had a good one, and then it ended, and then my life was like. <laughs> I feel like
1: this this year has been interesting for a lot of people I think yeah no we've I noticed that, that yes across the board across, across the across the board and I think I was saying to my friend the other day I feel like obviously 2021 we were like okay we're trying to figure this out and 22 was like wait we can move about freely essentially and mm-hmm. then I think this year has been a year where we've realized the idea of our norms are yeah. completely gone. Yeah. Who we were and what the world was a few years before is no longer. And we've mm-hmm. it really set this year.
0: Mm-hmm. I think we mm-hmm. knew
1: before we're like, oh, it's well, you know, what is normal now? You know, but now it's like, oh no, this is right. so much has changed and we have right. to for what's or so,
0: in. or we have changed so much and like all of it do I want to keep showing up this way
1: because life is too short and yeah. instead of focusing on th- the busyness and the career mm-hmm. and what you know like the it's like
0: <laughs>
1: whoa I love it listen Amazon comes at the right time you know what I mean it really I, does
0: it I really fear does. that they're going to buzz again Oh, And you were correct. Yep. That was a double buzz for those of you that are listening. We could edit this stuff out, but why? But why? Why, I did, why did I do I, that? I, I took another deep breath and it was Good. a mistake. Oh no. I'm just going to breathe lightly the rest of please the time. Do, please do. Please don't hurt yourself. But listen, you'll <laughs> love this. Last
1: night, and I'm a big talker today, please know, Guys, this is the point. We need. That's you to talk. the point of this. So I'm gonna well, I'm gonna relay that to you. Apologies if you had an idea of how today should go, because I'm coming in and I'm steering the ship.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm good because like, apparently I'm high on markers. You're hot. Sort of like like uh, what what was that Some rubber cement? Remember that from oh, like middle school? Cement. And it like Elmer's. smelled really intense, and it was like. Oof, That's sort of what it smells was like in here. Fun. Like I'm in a bottle of rubber
1: cement. Yeah, as soon as we're done, you got to get out of that apartment. I know.
0: i got to breathe outside bit. heavily.
1: Yeah. So last night when I was going through when I was writing, yeah. now this word we kind of laugh about for various reasons. We have an inside Uh-oh. joke. Uh-oh. But I do feel like the theme of this year was becoming untethered.
0: <laughs> we do laugh about
1: this word don't we we laugh about this word I felt like and I was having this visual kind of at the end of last year and yeah. into the new I had a visual of myself like really pulling pulling to move forward
0: yeah. but there
1: was a tether holding me back and a few I knew of one but there were a few <laughs> And so it was. It was huge to cut that main one.
0: Yes, let's be honest. It was huge,
1: which had so much to do with creativity, with friendship, with career, with everything. It was a huge sever. Yes, and then what I didn't what I didn't realize is that there was another very large tether to New York and to my mom. Mm. And I, that wasn't uncovered until I cut the other one of that friendship. And so it's like a release. And what I also was thinking about last night is, you know, when you have like a piece of tape and it sticks, it sticks on something, you're like pulling it so hard to separate and then you fling too much and it sticks on something else. Yeah. I feel as though that's what happened with from my first tether from my old best friend yeah. to I don't um, want to call her, I do not want to call her my crush anymore. Yeah. Because it's not correct. Yeah. It's not correct. Yeah. Um so I think I just want to call her friend.
0: Yeah. With a yeah. capital. Well, I think um What you know, we're seeing, and I think we both really, you know, how interesting, right? Um, uncovered, I really realized too, and I'll speak more about this later potentially, but Mm -hmm. uh, relating relationships as a form of safety, yeah, and security, right? Yeah, so you just were repeating a pattern to feel Mm -hmm. connected, to feel safe, to feel loved, whatever it is, right? Yeah, and it makes sense when that hole is there and you have this one way of relating that helps keep you sane, that helps um, helps you emotionally regulate, that helps you, you know, feel less lonely or whatever, you're going to yeah. automatically, until you have a new tool, you're going to just do the same thing over and over again. This is why people, yeah. you know, have problems with food or alcohol or shopping or whatever it is. And it's not necessarily bad, but we almost need you to you. have that. And have it crash and burn in the way it did for you to, to start to break that pattern.
1: So, um, quick update. Yeah. Because I haven't given that update on the podcast. That's true. Um, I, the last time, um, we talked, I had told friend yes. that, um, I had fallen for her, but I yes. was no longer in love and all was well with our friendship. Mm-hmm. I then went to LA for a week for to see friends as kind of a prep of the move. Right. Yeah. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to go to different neighborhoods. I wanted to talk to friends who have lived out there for a while and recent, you know, friends who have recently moved out there. Yeah. And in talking to her, she was like, Oh my gosh, you get, don't worry about where you're going to stay. Like stay with me. Yeah. So I stayed with her for the week and, um, it was wonderful. It was absolutely great. And my trip itself to LA was fantastic. I have not felt so Claire
0: Mm. in so
1: long. Like I felt creative. I felt inspired. I felt confident in my body. I felt like I felt beautiful. I felt smart, funny. Like it was like all of the, th- I felt so good. And like seeing so many of these friends of varying closeness yes. and um, it just, it really felt right. It felt so mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. The unfortunate thing is that in this Claire living her best life and mm-hmm. really thriving, mm-hmm. I pushed maybe some boundaries I unknowingly, unknowingly, and not intentionally, that we know this. Um, I there was a shift that I felt happen with friend Mm -hmm. the day before I left, Mm -hmm. and I thought maybe it was just I overstayed my welcome, or you know, like there was, I get that, right? That's fine.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I we know how hard I have part of the time I have having people. It's hard. Place. Yeah. I mean, I'm I stayed with it. it for a week. I'm not so, but yeah, I, mean, I would kill you. I would kill anyone. Yeah.
1: I, thankfully I had plans, but I wasn't yeah. fully busy. No. I mean, I and you, you were fully invited to do that, right? You were, it was Right.
0: So and I even remember saying wrong.
1: two days, yeah, two days before I went, I said, listen, I am getting nervous. I'm and yeah. nervous that I'm, you're going to be so annoyed with me. She was, and she said, I'm not worried about you. Yeah. Like, so yeah. it was, I had a car, she gave me a set of keys, I had plans. She was always invited, you know, she didn't join, but yeah. it was like, it wasn't like I was hanging out with her fully for the week. But yeah. all that to say, I might have I might have um, been too comfortable talking about my old crush and talking yeah. about it in a way that I'm comfortable with, but maybe without too much regard to how she was receiving it.
0: You yeah, know, because yeah, I
1: yeah. processed and sat with it so much.
0: Right. And, and you like to make jokes and you want to make it I love to make jokes. It's so funny when we're like, let's make something not weird. Let's prove that I'm okay with it to the point where we make it weird.
1: Too much. So all of this to say, two days after I left, mm-hmm. I hadn't heard like I had sent her a couple you know, just like updates, whatever. And, um, she sent me a text two days later and said that she needs to step away. She doesn't think it's a healthy dynamic and she has to step away or take a break for a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, she did say that she listened to the podcast, um, which, I'm not I feel like I'm never saying anything on here that I haven't said to her, but I think no. maybe the intensity of it. Yeah. And maybe like maybe I didn't fully explain how fucking crazy I went there for a couple of days, you know? And yeah. so hearing that and hearing whatever. Oh my god, I felt like I was in trouble. I'm like, did I do something wrong? <laughs> like, that was no, so I strange. know. Like, what
0: did we say?
1: It's like I try to I try to be so honest and it helps me. I'm not tearing up. Stop pointing. No. Um,
0: don't. <laughs> I. Oh, did Claire cry first?
1: Girl, you I know. must be high. <laughs> you must be high. Something that I really love to do, and I feel like it is something that is received well, and I think it is something that I am supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. and that is sharing. Mm. You're doing it beautifully. And being honest about my feelings and yeah. yeah, my pain, my difficulty, yeah, when whether it's, I mean, all my faults and whatever, mm-hmm. and because I do feel like if there's anyone that can identify or see, you know, or just be like, oh, okay, well, I'm not that bad, or <laughs> <I> me <mean>, too. <can't, laughs> like, like that. So I do want to be very vulnerable and yeah, yeah. Exp- it helps me too. It and it's helps relatable. Me to talk it oh my through. God, it's
0: very relatable.
1: Yeah. And as someone like I just I feel like it, it's something I should be doing. And yeah. but it does get tricky when other people are involved. Yeah. And I think yeah. that um I try to only speak from my perspective. Yeah, but of course. That doesn't mean the other person isn't involved. Yeah. Um, or there might be a comment or something about yeah. an opinion. You know, like, so I don't know. Here's the thing. <laughs> when I received that text, it gutted me. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. It was so heartbreaking. Yeah. And I really kept, I was questioning everything i was like what Mm -hmm. did i do what did i whatever and it's like yeah yeah i don't i can't fixate on that i can only assume the frustration because she did mention the podcast so i feel like yeah yeah that triggered some of it yeah um i was a zombie for a couple days just like just really hurting Mm -hmm. because there's nothing worse than when you can't have, listen, what did I just say? I need to talk things out. I need to share things.
0: Yeah. And
1: when someone that's so important to you steps away without explanation, it's terrifying and it's hard to grasp. It's hard to understand. It's Mm -hmm. as anyone with like a breakup that's out of nowhere or what, you know, like I have assumptions but, yeah. and I also felt a bit, to be frank, disrespected that mm. there wasn't
0: a conversation,
1: a conversation or at least yeah. acknowledgement that, cause maybe she just was sick of me for a minute and I get, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But just to be like, we, I want to talk about this later, but I just can't right now. I need some time or something, you know, like, yeah. as opposed to like, I'm stepping away. I hope you understand. Done. It was right. like, what? Talk about. Yeah. Untethered. Yeah. <laughs> that line yeah. was fucking cut for me and I yeah. was free falling. And yeah. I didn't and it really was terrifying.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because you come out of years of codependent relationships. Yeah. With friends, like not even, you know, just with friends. Yeah. yeah. Which I think so many I mean, I I discovered a lot of codependency codependency that I still had this year as well. Yeah. And it's it really was a way to stay safe. It truly, and when I had that experience where I realized and started letting go of it, untethered is that, like, my nervous system started feeling crazy. Like, it's really interesting when you start to, and I think the beautiful thing about this, right, is you. I think two summers ago, you said to me, you were really, like, craving for intimacy and, you know, emotional intimacy, emotional intimacy. And you felt you Mm -hmm. hadn't had it for years and you were really craving it. And for better or worse, you created that with someone and, you know, you can have that with friends. Like that's not, you know, for and you opened your heart in a way you hadn't in how many years? Well, in a way ever, because I've never Mm. truly
1: been myself.
0: And you, and right, right, because you, that, you know, you'd come out, you know, completely being, what do you, what do you like, what, what do you want to refer to yourself as these days is, do you talk about being queer, or bisexual? Queer. Or... I
1: say queer, um, yeah. because I just fall short of saying lesbian because it's like, I don't know, you know, right, right, <laughs> like, right. yeah, I think yeah. technically, technically it's, um, I'm pansexual, which is just like anyone, you know, because I'm attracted yeah. to non binary as well. So it's like Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So I
1: just kinda say queer because it's really queer women. I feel like queer. I like
0: queer. Yeah. yeah. I just
1: yeah. I just I don't feel I feel like almost um yeah. It, I'm more attracted and in leaning into women or non binary. Um Mm-hmm. more than masculine male mm-hmm. energy. Mm-hmm.
0: Masculine but you women. hadn't come <laughs> out with that, right? So here you I, are for the first time fully embracing that part of you and then sharing that with another yeah. person very closely.
1: And I think that that's she... Um, I've been desperate to have a queer ally. Yeah. And I found that in her, mm-hmm. and she's such a good. She, she does not struggle with connection. She's mm. very good at listening and asking questions yeah. and yeah. talking, and she's curious. And and I feel like I'm the same.
0: Yes, you are. You are. And
1: so it really, it was such. I am so thankful. I feel mm. like she has been such an expander for me.
0: Yeah, yes this beautiful beautiful and
1: it gets confusing you know mm-hmm. when yeah. in the queer space yeah when you were so because i i feel so connected to her energetically and i think yeah. we are so similar we're very yeah. much alike
0: yeah um
1: and so I think I was just so drawn in like having that connection, having someone that's interested in also questioning stuff. And, you know, like we both held so much space for each other and, and she also physically is my type. And so I think I got really confused with, not that I'm questioning the love that I felt, but I think I just got really confused with like, is this my person? Yeah. But, I had to kind of go through that. And then I projected my own body issues onto her because I think, you know, when you start to like someone and you're like, well, why would they not like me? Right. Right. You try to prepare for rejection. And it's hard to, when you're so close with someone and you feel like they love you as a human. Right. Obviously, you're going to pick up your biggest insecurity, which is your body and project that. Right
0: right right now right. granted
1: you know maybe she's made comments and things like that but who hasn't you know like <laughs> we right. all are somewhat you know like appearances yeah, right. and everything but I yeah. I really I made that a, a larger issue than it needed to be um yeah for myself and yeah. but that was an easy way to just cope and I think I discovered that we were so similar, which I like myself.
0: <laughs> so I want to <laughs> hang
1: out with me, but I, I mean, don't same. Thank you. I know, same. But I don't think that was of interest. But here, th- the biggest thing is when I was in LA, it became more evident than ever that mm-hmm. we, she's not my person, right, like, right, right,
0: right? right, you know, like you're just different. I, you're just different. You guys are just different.
1: Yeah. Well, like th- we're not a relationship pair, but I see. No. Like it, it became so clear. Like it, yeah. I was realizing it. But then when I was there, and not for any negative reason, just like, oh no, yeah, no, we're yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. Like we're better. But than I still felt
1: I almost felt like this was truly one of my best friends. Truly yeah. one of my best friends. Yeah. It it seems so juvenile to say best friend no. for lack of a better term.
0: I mean, you guys can make bracelets, whatever.
1: I'm getting a, a necklace. The heart split <laughs> the I always wanted the street end part, not the beef fry. That's so funny. Beef fry? I think I had the yeah. beef fry. I didn't right? like the beef fry. I wanted like so the funny. street end part. But in I mean, I, uh, well, if anyone is curious, I did reply with a voice note um, yeah. to her text and was just saying, I understand and I respect your space, like, but I do mm-hmm. hope that we can have a conversation at some point. Yeah. yeah. Um, of course, I was emotional, but, you know, how could I not be? So yeah. um, I had left that voice note and it's been, you know, over a month and no word. There is a hole in my heart that's reserved mm-hmm. for her
0: mm-hmm.
1: as a dear friend. Okay. I, I remember the first the first time that we met up. I remember telling old bestie, I said, I don't know, there's something like such a connection with her. I feel like we're going to be in each other's lives forever. Yeah. And I said, not in a romantic way, not like, but I just feel like we're going to be in each other's lives. Mm. And of course, old bestie was like, all right, stupid. Um, But it just, that's how strong of a connection it just immediately felt. And so- yeah. Listen, I don't think this is a bad thing that I needed to be shoved away
0: yeah. <laughs> so that yeah. I
1: really can focus on me yeah, right now and, like, yeah. see those difficult tendencies that I had. Or well, because part cause of these relationships
0: that your pattern was, like, the thing that that we're getting you out of is, like, you sort of were sitting on the sidelines of your life. Mm-hmm. You are giving these relationships your energy in support of their dream, correct? Or their correct. what you know, what they whatever they need Yeah, the time. yeah, and it's funny. I keep bringing this up because of my, i my I've gotten kind of obsessed with that guy on TikTok, uh, yeah. Flynn Skidmore. And okay. like, I, name, I sent you sorry. that, I know <laughs> the whole thing, like his whole thing, it makes me cringe a little bit. And then that makes me feel bad for being judgy, but he feels I like, know. like Gen Z there, but I don't know. I was like, oh no, God. But, but if uh, he's speaking that, things that,
1: that you. Well, I sent you that
0: TikTok where know. he was, it was called like, should I get back together with my ex? And it basically was talking about, he's like, well, it, you whether you should or you shouldn't, it doesn't matter. Like yeah. he, he has this kind of cool way of looking at, you know, like if you want to be sad and anxious all the time in a relationship, that's what you want. Like, who am I to say that's bad or good? Like we know it's not great for right. your body and we know most people don't choose that, but like, that's what you want to consciously choose. It. Like who am I to say anything else? He's right. like, the question is, there are like two types of relationships, the relationships that allow you to, be the best version of yourself to serve your purpose. And he kind of goes into like, I, I believe we all have a purpose and like when we're living our purpose, you know, we feel the best. And I agree with that right. wholeheartedly. Um, I think when, and it doesn't have to be something grand, but like if you're doing the thing right. that feel that comes naturally to you, that feels really good, like you're the best version of yourself. And he's like certain relationships will empower you to do that. And other relationships will take up so much space that you don't because you're spending all this time helping this person or trying to, you know, like change this person. Putting your energy and went, towards them. Yeah. And I went on and I was like listening to one of his podcasts and he was talking about how often, and I, this like really kind of hit me in the face. We try to change people and get like, we have this vision for our life and we try to change people because we want them to create the, the vision because we're too afraid to do it on our own. Wow. So we end up in these relationships with people where we're on the sidelines or we're really supporting them or we're really supporting their growth and pushing them forward because it's yeah. really scary to actually step up and do it ourselves. And I just like looked back at a couple of my relationships and even recently and I was like, whoa, yeah, how insane is this that I know I've done that. And I know you have as well. <laughs> Everyone knows I have. And or like, it's, you know. and then like how much more empathy do you have, right? Because it's yeah. not about these people being bad or even like them, you, you know what I mean? Like there's a point yeah. where I put so much energy into like my husband's career. And I wanted to blame it on him because he was willing I to know. take it. Yeah. But in the back of my mind, and now I know I was too afraid. Yeah. Of what it meant to really step into what I wanted to do fully. And when I came here, it was the same thing. It was almost like, let me look for someone to put my energy into so I don't have to put it onto me. Because then yeah. I have to decide and I have to be in charge of what kind of life that I have. I have to take responsibility yeah. for that. And so often, you know, it for generations and generations, for better and worse, especially as women, it's modeled for us to support someone else's thing, right?
1: Absolutely. Of course.
0: And maybe that is your purpose and that's beautiful. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but certainly. it's very easy to do that and then it's like, "Well, I don't have to. I don't have to break my own heart or I don't have to put myself out there and get rejected or I don't have to." So, when you look at it that way, it's like I have so much empathy for All of these relationships you've been in and the choices you've made, because it's just poor little Claire, so afraid of these big dreams that she doesn't want to realize and so afraid to get her heart broken.
1: First of all, I I think before with my ex bestie, um, two things, I didn't have enough confidence in my own dreams Mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. pursue solo. So yeah, I yeah, was very excited yeah. about that. But then I put all of the, my success and my growth dependent on that. And yeah, then I also, yeah. in which started to show up again with capital F friend, <laughs> was thinking that love is expressed with how much you need me, how much I can do
0: for yeah. you, oh, I how know much you can that. become
1: dependent yeah. on me. Yeah. Um yeah. and so you make yourself so useful and so oh, helpful, yeah. indispensable.
0: Yeah.
1: Um and then whoo, it all of a sudden you realize, oh, they don't need you. You're just doing all this stuff because you're trying to uh, like show love or crave love or just like again, avoiding your own life
0: too. Yeah, yeah. So get validation, right? Here validation. you are not Not living your purpose and your dreams, right? And trying, being like, but I need to feel okay about myself anyway. How do I still feel good when I know I'm not fully living up to my potential? Well, through other people, that can be helpful.
1: There's a lot of confusing new dynamics with this friendship. Mm -hmm. Um, And one of them is like, yes, I did in certain aspects throw myself into being helpful and focused on her and like, what can I do? Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, more so than ex bestie, if we want to look at these dynamics, I discovered a lot about myself through this relationship with her. Well, the thing is, Um, is like,
0: this was a healthier relationship, I think, like in terms of how you were showing up and ask, you know, the balance of give and take and- You know what I mean? You're growing. So like this was a better dynamic for you to be in, to be seen, be heard, all of that. Who I am
1: today, there's a couple of people I have to thank this year for that. And one of them is Friend with a capital F.
0: Mm, Like
1: she really was pivotal in my growth this year. Yeah, whether she was active in it or whether it was just simply the way I was showing up and how I responded, but well, I think again, she also was active in it.
0: Absolutely, and relationships right? are our biggest teachers, right? So of course, for sure, for of sure. Course. And the other is you. <laughs> if you were my baby, I was going to be pissed.
1: <laughs> pissed. <laughs> kidding. Say my cats. Um, <laughs> it was okay. <laughs> yes. Also my TV. I love my TV. It's really <laughs> helped me. Um, no, you obvious, obvious reasons. You guys, right? I'm paying here to say this. Yes, no. Um, <laughs> For, I mean, just your general help, obviously, and holding space for me and listening yeah. and yeah. giving me feedback at varying levels of gentleness to hardness
0: I know we got a little harsh as needed
1: we needed it but you know how to you know you know the right time to do that but I also want to something that you really two things that you really helped me with Mm -hmm. first of all trusting me professionally Mm -hmm. was very big to Mm -hmm. invite me in to help with your mission Mm -hmm. and your goals Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um has meant so much Aww. because it's like I know that like I've been so focused on the production stuff and acting mm-hmm. and all of that mm-hmm. I forget about kind of the other side of things that I did for years like businessy yeah. Yeah. stuff more yeah. Yeah. or not yeah, business, yeah. But like marketing and stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. while I'm not fantastic at it you trust you've given me confidence in my knowledge in my brain mm-hmm. and in my gut and I think that that's the other thing that you really helped solidify this year for me. You want to hear the first thing that comes to mind
0: mm-hmm. because
1: you trust that that is right. And I yeah. think we are taught, so many of us, yeah. like, Ooh, I don't know. Let me think about why this could be wrong. Yeah. Let me yeah, think yeah, yeah. about- me
0: da- How can I doubt myself? How me can me doubt I doubt myself? Yeah.
1: Is this something that they want to hear? Is right. this something, is that stupid? Is that a stupid yeah. response? Is that, yeah. you know, there's been so many questions before ever fully responding. But like, just thinking of last night, we were voice noting yeah. back and forth a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And like, as I was listening to your message, a couple words just kind of came to mind. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, okay, so I responded with those yep. words. And it's like, yep. you have helped me really believe in my gut and in my intuition and in my knowledge Yay. and I thank you for that
0: mm. I thank you for
1: that that is you're huge. so
0: welcome and that's I mean at the core that's what I really want everyone to take away right because like yeah. we're the only ones who know and like you're the only one truly like yes we need doctors yes we need therapists yes we need coaches yes we need other of people. But like, if you want to heal, if you want to grow, if you want to get the life that you want, like you're the only one. Whoa,
1: the light (laughs) just like the light just
0: shifted on to Claire, like she has been chosen by Jesus Christ himself. This is crazy. Like literally, it should be like, "Oh, (laughs) no!" There's like like a halo around you. Meanwhile, it's gotten full dark here. Mm. (laughs) Um, but no, that's that's really um nice to hear. And I feel really grateful to have had you. And it's funny, you kind of did this to yourself, woman. Yeah. Because the last two <laughs> falls ago, when she was in my program, she kind of was like, oh, it would be more helpful if like you did this or you did that. And she like would mock up examples of like, made you make some slides for me or, you know, would just out of the, you know, she's a client just being helpful and right. really Which like giving me...
1: Fine. But what? I felt like you no, were... No, no,
0: no, no. It was it welcome. Was, it was welcome. It so was
1: welcome. welcome. Yeah.
0: Because yeah. We, you had we've been working with me for a couple of years, right, you know. Right, right. I was, you know, we, we'd known each other. So it was... Yeah. And you knew where I struggle in certain areas, right? there You know, I'm very good at certain parts of the business, right. but like running a whole business, there's a lot of different parts to it. And some of it marketing, not really my strong suit. Um, yeah. And it was interesting because you really turned on another part of my brain. And I remember I paid an absurd amount of money for some business coach for like an hour, which I would laugh mm-hmm. to have that money right now. Um, I know. I know. Uh, I don't even
1: want to talk about the expenses <laughs> I that I wish I had.
0: <laughs> um, but I paid a very absurd amount of money for this woman to be like, what would make you really excited about um, – your business again, because mm-hmm. I was feeling very stuck and it was too, it was like getting help, like not working alone anymore, which I'm yeah. really like more and more this year. That's this theme of this year is like really branching out. And then honestly, you inspired me because it was so funny when Claire and her creative partner split up and we really got Claire present at what she wanted. She wanted to start her own podcast and then she did yeah. and it was great and she fucking did it. And it was so funny because like the two things I really wanted to do was because I had been on a lot of podcasts. I love them. I love Mm -hmm. listening to them. I'm a podcast junkie. I always wanted to have one, but I thought that was really embarrassing because everyone has one and it's so lame and like, who wants to listen to you anyway? Blah, 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 blah. And meanwhile, for years, because of my crazy Instagram stories, I did have people being like, when are you going to start a podcast? Because I'll just yeah. talk and talk. So yeah. there were at least like five people out there I knew that would listen to it. Um, listen. That's all you need. But it was funny because that was something really quietly. I was like, no, but I really want to bring someone on. So it was a no brainer to bring you on because of your background. And like you had already started to give me unsolicited help which was actually (laughs) welcome right
1: listen thank you as a projector I love to I've got my expertise
0: yeah you you really do you really really do and and so it was really a relief I remember the first time it was so silly you put together my newsletter and I saw it I burst into tears not because I can't do it I did I was at my parents I started crying Because it felt really nice not to be doing this alone anymore. Yeah. And like, I love what I do so much. I know there are certain parts of it that I'm really, really good at. And the other parts I get really bogged down in. And then just to have someone to bounce ideas off of or share my fears or get feedback that like knew my work, that I trusted, that I knew was smart, um, was really incredible. Like. It really, having you as part of my team, especially God, we've had some ups and downs this year, has been, at one point, like halfway through the year, I'm like, poor Claire. I like basically hired her to watch me cry about stuff (laughs) on Zoom.
1: Girl, we Um, we do it for each other.
0: But no, it was, it really has been wonderful to have. And then it was funny because in the beginning of the year, I really was so, it was almost like your move to LA when you're like, I want to move to LA. You're like, so hiding behind the curtain. That's like how I told you. Don't tell anyone. I was like, I think I want to start a podcast. And you were so, so encouraging. So great. And you're like, I can do it. I know how to do it. And it was so funny because it didn't even occur to me when I hired you that you could, you could do it. Right. Yeah. And then a couple months later, I was like, Oh, whoa. Oh no. Oh. And like this truly, when you talk about highlights has been one of the, probably one of the biggest highlights of my year yeah. because you empowered me to, A, you know, fulfill a dream, however lame this dream is. And we can all judge it. That's Don't fine. you dare say that.
1: Don't um, you dare. It's not lame. It's great.
0: Um, And it allowed me to sort of Um, It's funny when I I did, we interviewed Erin Claire Jones and that's going to come out in the beginning of the year and she's so great. Mm -hmm. And I had a one-on-one session with her like a year or two ago. And she was like, there is something about your design where like talking, especially like freehand, like just not planning, saying things is really, really good for you, your brand, your business, for you to continue to evolve what you're doing. So give yourself opportunities to speak. So, and it has been, she was absolutely right. It's been really transformative and it's connected me to people that have expanded me. I mean, that podcast with Jack was like a really big pivotal moment that made me realize Dr. Jack's podcast. A it validated me on so many levels in terms of the work that I've done and where, how far Mm -hmm. I've come and like being in wellness for like 10 years, because someone like him was doing this crazy research that works with like, you know, you know, incredible people doing research all over the world, helping people like fancy, important people. We're on the same page and like we yeah. can chat about stuff. And I was like, so excited about that. And that really made me start to think about joining, you know, his company, companies like his. Absolutely. I never wanted to work with other people in this capacity. So, it, you know, the podcast and you helping facilitate that, is allowing me to evolve and realize some dreams I didn't know I had, helping me to find a voice. And then, yeah. you know, I know we don't have millions of listeners, but I've gotten some really beautiful feedback from the five beautiful. people who are listening. And this is for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god, I can't! The last Claire and Leona update my mom because they've been traveling. You know, and see the, the time my yeah. mom listened to, it, and she was like joking that she and my dad listened to it. And my dad was like, "So are you and I and Claire's parents the only one?" that listened to this. Well, I think he it, goes, I think it literally was, and this is like, so my mom, is it us and Claire's mom that listens to this? And I like, Claire's mom's dead. <laughs> so basically exactly. Like, oh, it's just like us that listen to it. Yeah,
1: it's just you. Because my dad certainly <laughs> doesn't know how to listen. So, I, which is fine. But that's fine if he doesn't. <laughs> I
0: know. I was like, thanks guys. I feel real support. No, they're kidding. But, yeah. truly, it's been really this has been one of my major highlights. But before I go into my highlights, is there anything? The light on your face is really beautiful. Isn't it insane? And I do feel as though you are being chosen by God.
1: I know. there's a lovely um, this time of year,
0: I feel I like. This... Did you ever watch Seventh Heaven?
1: No, but I'm familiar. <laughs>
0: I don't know. This feels like you should be having like a reverend. So it's Jessica Beal. Right. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. But.
1: I look just like Jessica Beale. Thank you for <laughs> you saying do, that. You really do. I'll step like it. There's just a lovely. This is the joy of apartment living because the light just reflects on that window across the way. Um, oh, yeah. It shines right inside. Right. Um, yeah. I think the, to close out my Yeah, review. yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Please. The year in review. I learned so much.
1: I expanded so much. The biggest takeaway, which sounds mm-hmm. so simple and so cheesy, mm-hmm. being me untethered <laughs> to other people, including my mom. Yeah. Is a okay.
0: Yeah. And you can you can handle honestly, it.
1: Honestly, great. When we were talking the other day, I said, I feel like a hermit crab. Yeah. Where I've had, I've been somewhat attached to my old shell. Yeah, very much. And so. I've been trying to shake it, mm-hmm. and finally this year I've, I've shaken, shaken, shook, shaken off. Sure, 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 The old shell, and yeah. right now I feel very vulnerable because I'm without mm. a home.
0: She's naked, guys. She's a naked criminal.
1: Naked. Listen, I'll go to a naked dinner. I'll go anywhere naked. Um, <laughs>
0: but so many I, I love about that
1: thank you so much. I see my new shell in LA, mm-hmm. but it's going to take a little bit before I can move in. But mm-hmm. I at least have I had to get rid of the old shell before yeah. I can make my way over there. And yeah. that's where I feel like I am.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm very proud of you. Thank you. I and I'm very grateful for you because you have been a tether in my life. You know um, I love a it. positive one. And, mm-hmm. you know, kept me very sane through some insane moments yeah. um, and been such a support system. And to watch you, it's been hard. And then I, and having to push you a little bit is not, I don't love that when I have to do that to people yeah. I care about. Um, but you are ready and you are ready and... I can't wait to see what happens next year because you finally are like stepping into your life and yeah. you know back on the field. Yeah. I love that I like want to make car and sport metaphors like I know anything about either, which I'm I same. do not. I don't, but you know, if you say something with like you're stepping onto the plate. I keep wanting to say that I'm like Okay. Sure. Okay, baseball, sure. Um Yeah, it's going to be a ride, but it's going to be a really good one. I believe that it is. The more I surrender and just kind of go with the flow of life, you know, listen to myself, put intention out there and go. I think people come and go in and out of your life at these beautiful moments and support you and teach you and push you. And it's funny because I remember the first time I met you, it was on a shoot for the New Yorker. With yeah. uh, Jesse and... Tracy. Tracy were directing, and written and directed it. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was so cool because it was funny. And like we always got the New Yorker magazine. Right. There was like a Shouts and Murmurs online or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were the teacher? <laughs> professor. 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 Thank you. And I remember watching you and being like, who is she? She's so funny. She's so powerful. Oh. And I, I think I have these moments in life sometimes where like... And we didn't, you know, we we were, we're like not friends, but like we didn't know each other very well, right, right, right. And you know, I think we maybe had dinner once at at Jesse's birthday or something, right? But like I, you know, I, you know, was very peripherally in your life to to look then and to see the role you play or we each play in each other. I just always find it so fascinating, right? I know, I know. I think it's really funny to look at, and it's like. Funny to be like, well, if we had, if we had any idea then, like, what we would be like know, like, eight years later or whatever that was. Like, that's so crazy. Right? Yeah. Yeah. For, this has been, I think, truly the hardest year of my life. Um, Yeah. And I am, I've never been more proud of myself. As you should be. Yeah. Never been more proud of of what I've done. And it's interesting because I was doing a reflection exercise where I looked at sort of where I was at the end of last last year and what I wanted to create and, you know, the list of things that I wanted. And it was so funny because the big ones were all there and were there Uh in the way that I wanted them to show up. You know, community was really important to me, sort of like an effortless ease into Portugal and an apartment and, you know, a visa And those two were like the biggest and that happened. And so much did not And so much went the entire opposite direction and like crashed and burned in a real (laughs) like large dumpster fire.
1: Right, right.
0: And when I first looked at that, I felt really judgy of that, of myself, of You know, I love to make a story about my age and where I am and what a failure I am and how disappointing Mm -mm. I am. And then, you know, in this reflection exercise, they're like, what happened that was unexpected? And like, what kind of stuff did you like go? And I really sat and I was like, whoa, I this in the past couple of months faced my biggest fears head on that Mm -hmm. I've had my entire life and dove right into healing them. And I didn't really, I became aware of patterns and habits and really, it's sad to say, but I got to a point a couple of months ago where I realized my entire personality was based a bit on trauma. And here I, here I thought I was this really nice person who like gave a lot and who just always wanted to help. And I had this moment of like, Oh, this is like, Oh, people-pleasing trauma response. Right. And in that, I started to unravel all of my codependency. And I I know I talked about this in the last podcast where it was like, mm-hmm. for the first time, I realized, that, you know, what it would be like to give myself energy first and to prioritize myself because I'd never done that. Like I've been so, I've had so much fear around, I've just lack of wholeness and a lack of, I really didn't believe in my ability to take care of myself or be alone or anything, even though I like to spend a lot yeah. of time alone. And like that probably sounds crazy because I moved to another country by myself. Um <laughs> where I knew like five yeah. people. But like right. it's so interesting to understand like relational dynamics. And once I started to let go of that, I realized like what I was starting to finally cultivate was wholeness. And yeah. And through a lot of my practices, especially you know in the past couple of years of meditation, I've really changed my relationship to my nervous system. And I had this really profound experience like a month and a half ago or so, where I really felt a piece of this old version of me die, for lack of a better word. Yeah. And it yeah. was, and it, I, I mean, you witnessed it.
1: I witnessed. And we were both yeah. cr-
0: crying. Yeah. And it was a really interesting and intense situation that. Yeah. Allowed me to let go of that part of myself, and I still sort of have grief around it because I liked who that person was, but yeah. in its place was just this profound sense of like peace and trust and and you know I think we do the work we do because we need it right, and so much yeah. of what I do is like connecting people themselves and getting them to to trust themselves and and to listen and to be brave and and in sitting with sort of the darkest parts of myself and facing them and moving through the experience of the pain and, 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 and looking at the ugly parts of you. Right. Yeah. I was able to let go of some really bad habits and I feel like the most whole integrated version of myself I've ever been. And that's wow. still like, I still feel like I have so much work to do because one does not ever Well, end, right? of
1: course, but both but, things can be true.
0: Yeah, it, it was really an interesting. But I don't think I've cried ever. You know, so much. You know, I got my heart broken in the most interesting way. Um, yeah. By, it, I, I I swear it was like as soon as I got here, it was like the people that were coming into my life were so like I I've met two of the two people this year that. I've never felt more familiar um, in different ways too that have taught me so much about myself. But it's really interesting because it almost felt like these two versions, this old version of me and this new version of me and this old version of me that was very fear-based and anxious. And like, you know, one of those relationships really highlighted that, right? And allowed me to get very, like to go back in these really experiencing a lot of like almost early childhood fear and anxiety yeah. that I got to heal. And like, it you know, it was such a gift. It was so uncomfortable. Ooh. And then this other was like this beautiful version of who I am and am becoming. And it was just, has been such a space of unconditional love and has taught me so much about myself and how much I didn't maybe feel deserving of that always and yeah. how having someone just be there for you emotionally, physically, uh, like all, in all the ways I don't think I quite experienced it in that, you know, the way I've been experiencing in the past couple of months. Yeah. And it was almost overwhelming to, to, to experience that amount of like love and safety from another person
1: and Absolutely.
0: I don't know where I would have been without that support, considering like a lot of the the inner work I was doing. and mm-hmm. it just seems really wild to it feels so random, right? like who comes into our life and who teaches us things and and yeah, I I think the biggest lessons I really got were well I fa- you know, I faced the stuff I think I've been a lot of the stuff I've been running away from in terms yeah. of taking full responsibility for myself and and, and and looking at certain, I think we both did certain ways we bury our head in the sand and be like, you do yeah. it or I don't want to look over there, yeah. right? Like fully sat in the fullest version of who I was, warts and all, and yeah. allowed myself to let go of stuff that wasn't working and, and process stuff that was really painful. Yeah. And I've gotten to, I don't think I've ever worked so hard, oh my God, or cried so much. Like it was, I had a panic attack it. At this fall yeah. for the first time in years. Like yeah. it, you know, I felt pain. I sat with and felt pain to a degree. I don't think I ever, I was afraid to. And in that, and I mean, one of the biggest lessons I, I feel like I learned over and over again, and I see that with people like the more willingness you are, the more willing you are, or the more willingness you have to like face your trauma and sit with your pain and your fear, mm-hmm. the bigger and more beautiful your life becomes because most of the time we don't do things just because we're afraid. Right? Yes. So the more yes. willing you are to endure and it's mostly emotional pain. Now we're not, I'm not afraid. I'm going to get stabbed all the time. Thank goodness. Right, you know? right, right. Obviously I we've mean- seen in the world, there's a, There's been a this has been a very heavy year, especially in the last couple of months. Such a heavy what's year. going on in the world, and that's not something to take lightly. Literal you know violence, I mean? yeah. Right. Like extreme violence and horror, mm-hmm. just horrific things. Luckily, that's not my reality. And right. the more you're willing to face that stuff, the bigger your life becomes, the braver you are, and the braver you are, the more beautiful your life becomes. And it's just been interesting. To just reflect on, like, I feel like I've lived 10 lifetimes in this year and the versions of me that I've like peeled away and like what I've uh, turned into is a very different person than when I moved here. And I feel excited about that. And like the opportunities that are starting to come. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I you know the opportunities that are starting to show up. Absolutely. You know what they're just—it's really interesting. And in that too, like what circling back to what I was saying about that Flynn Skidmore thing about how I've definitely chosen a lot of relationships where I got to be a cheerleader mm-hmm. and I got to be in the back seat, and I didn't have mm-hmm. to fully step into everything I want to do or feel called to do. Yeah, And this year I really realized I can't do that anymore if I want to be happy and whole. I, and yeah. it doesn't have to be big, right? It could be this. No. But no. you cannot sit in the backseat of your life. And I think we both really, really learned that. And, and, the, and I had this wild experience. And I'm sure I talked about it a little bit on the podcast with my shaman that I met in the beginning of the year where I had that really beautiful meditative experience where she really guided me into this place, even that post bowl. wasn't even the bowl breaking experience. That was also so so crazy. Oh, that's different. Okay. No, no, it was a different. And we did this meditation Mm -hmm. and I got to this, the most beautiful sort of blissed out space that I've ever felt times a million. Like, more joyful than any time I've fallen in love or had the best orgasm or the best piece of chocolate yeah. cake or laughed the hardest. It was incredibly beautiful. And I remember in that moment thinking, this is why people go into caves and meditate for the rest of their lives because, like, right. this is only accessed within us. And I remember the message that I got over and over again from that experience was, it's all within us. Everything that we are all looking for is found within us. Do not go outside. It will not be there. You are the thing you want to create, you have.
1: And you just have to be willing to actually go in and find it.
0: Yes. And face it and feel it and And sit with it. it. And, and, and it's often on the other side of that fear and Mm -hmm. the pain. And it's just really, that's been really loud for me. At the end of the year, as I, I think about what, where, what my year has looked at and looked like and the bravery I've had and, you know, like the beautiful community I've cultivated and the heartbreak I've experienced and yeah. and what that's taught me and what that's shown me. And, 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 you know, the change in, you know, there's so many things that I felt like, even with like work that were like, oh, this is just how things are and everything changed so drastically that. It really made me dig deep and in mm-hmm. that I've gotten to this place where I feel like from that experience that did feel like a death almost, yeah. I feel like I feel profoundly different. And I think it was just like a resetting of my nervous system if we want to be very like yeah. human about it, right? Um, But I remember I slept for like a week, I didn't get out of bed for almost a week after that. And Mm -mm. food tastes different. Alcohol and caffeine feel different in my body. My digestion has changed. The way I feel in my body is completely different because it felt like I turned down my nervous system. And that's Mm. really wild because I've really spent a couple of years really working on that, right? And I was like, uh-huh. "Oh wow, I didn't mean for this to happen." <laughs> well,
1: um, you worked so hard to be so in tune, which you've always yeah. you've been in tune, but it's like yeah. you really were getting there and then Yeah. Uh, so that you could shut that part off and
0: right, where I could let go of because reset. The part I mean that was run by fear and pain. And I think Yeah. you see that so many of us are, right? Because of things that happen and we don't even realize and it's and because our personalities are often formed through things that happen to us in our childhood, they yeah. just, it's who you are. And it's no one's fault. It's just the building blocks, your kid brain, you know, this experience means this. And Sweet. I, you know, I got attention when I made people laugh. Like, I remember the first moment I was in such a shy kid, but in second grade, we're having a pizza party and I made a joke and the whole class laughed. And I just remember that moment. Of that being sticks like, with you. Okay, this works. I want
1: that again. Right,
0: right. <laughs> yeah. And I remember I had, in that same year too. I remember my best friend was really easygoing, and she never mm-hmm. got upset about anything. And she was always like, "I don't care, I don't care." And everyone liked her. And I was like, no, "Noted. Don't Noted. have any needs." Right. Yeah. So I'm like, I like. How old you? Seven. Like I, I remember these moments at seven. It was like, okay, have no needs and be funny. Cool. And be funny. Right? And like that yeah. stuff.
1: <laughs> what just happened? That's the funniest thing I've ever seen. What happens if a theory, your- okay, FYI,
0: so all of a sudden seen- balloons. Ever, so ever since the, the I've, we've had weird technology things happen ever oh since my the gosh. death of the it's yeah, so balloons crazy. just came out of nowhere on the screen through Riverside, which is what we were That was
1: so out. bizarre. That was so bizarre. And I okay, just made sorry.
0: a weird – I made a peace sign. and it's, I did it again. And it's not happening. Oh, there it is.
1: There we go. So the peace sign made these virtual balloons fly up. Okay.
0: But one Listen. day I was telling – Claire and I were FaceTiming, and I did something, and all these hearts went everywhere. <laughs> and we both – I think you did this. <laughs> you, yeah, like, made a yeah. heart
1: with your two hands – but you but weren't we paying attention.
0: That. No. You were looking
1: off when you did that. And then all of a sudden it was like this flood of, of hearts that just like went up in the screen. And then you
0: caught the tail end up. It. it was like and something red looked- and scary. It was above <laughs> my head and Claire's <laughs> face was really it was big. so and funny. I was like-
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? Sorry. Oh, oh my side God. Track, I don't even but...
0: remember. I don't know. So something weird happening with
1: technology. I know with the technology. It's so <laughs> fascinating to look back at this year.
0: No, I feel grateful. I mean, moving to Portugal has been amazing. I've cultivated a really incredible community. I've been traveled to places I'd never been. I mean, I've experienced I've had so many great experiences. I've learned so much about myself, about my body. Yeah. Um, I've cultivated some really just beautiful relationships, and yeah i, I feel like dark night of the soul type of year for me. Wow! And it really, wow. when I look back too, is like I had so much change, and you know, I left a ten year relationship in 2019 that fully ended at the beginning of 2019 that fully ended at the end. I moved to LA. I lasted four months because of the pandemic. I went back to Maine. I did some real fun inner child healing at my home with my parents. Right. Uh, but- unintentionally, I moved to England. I, you know, spent a couple of years in a relationship in England. Then I left. Then I was a digital nomad last year because I didn't know where I wanted to be. And then I finally landed here. So some parts of me realized that like I don't think I fully landed and 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 grasp the reality of all of the changes that I had made in those four years until now, which is I think everything sort of very piled simple. on. Yeah. Like everything really hit me very hard, but mm-hmm. I do feel stronger than ever. And I feel more whole than I ever have. And I truly believe that, you know, so much of your external life is a reflection of your internal life. Like we see life yeah. as not as it is, but as we are. And I think that again, we see life, not how it is, but as we are, as we are. Yeah. Right. So through the lens, you know, half full, half empty, right. Right. It's a teacher or we're a victim, right. This breakup taught me something or it crushed my soul. Like whatever perspective you want to bring back and forth, like that is entirely up to you. And I do also feel that, like, you have to change internally if you want your external circumstances to change, right? It's much faster if you do that, right? And when I was reflecting on the year, it was amazing how much it, it was like, whoa, my life rate really changed drastically next year. Because this year, I feel like I've rewired my literal nervous system. Yeah. And yep. let go of so much and created wholeness and tried amazing new things and cultivated amazing new racial relationships and stepped into my own in this way that I never have. Like, I'm so excited to see what's next. And like, I don't know. It was funny. I started, this is embarrassing. I started this year. Okay, I shouldn't sorry. even say this. I started okay. this year. You guys, <laughs> it's not good. It's not cute. It's not a cute moment. Like the end, mm-hmm. the second half of last year was rough. And yeah. like the end of the year, like, and ended really, really rough emotionally for me. I came out of like, I just had to deal with some stuff in LA, closing out that chapter of my life. I had a relationship thing that was that really, relationship. Mm-hmm. really, really bad. and I just ended last December. I was like in a puddle, like in an mm-hmm. Airbnb. I saw like a memory of it. Like, uh, on Facebook or randomly of like, remember I was in that Airbnb full of, yes, all those it was like that makes space, all those green makes face bags from wall to yeah. wall, just mm. going through p- bits and pieces of my old life after I'd like seen my ex-husband and he's dating this amazing woman. And I just like, first, yeah. I was just like, I thought it was over this. and was like That's crying yeah. in like my wedding gifts and photos right. that I hadn't even thought about in years. And I remember you and I was like, it's just going to, going to get better. We're going up from here. I end up New Year's Eve. It's so low key. I'm going to not really go out. Like I'm having dinner with my mom and dad and our neighbors. And I was going to go to a party with one of my childhood friends, but I was driving. And so I wasn't really going to drink anything. So I microdosed on like a tiny bit of psilocybin. Uh And I did that before dinner, which was probably not the right move because then I wasn't really hungry. Right. And then while at dinner, I um get a text from my friend that she's not feeling well she doesn't want to go to the party. So we decide like all of us to go to the this really local cute restaurant that's like right around the corner uh-huh. that my childhood friend opened during the pandemic and just have a drink there and I was like a little bummed. And you were you were in back in, May so this I point. in Maine at was in And I of course Because now it's like 9.30 and like they're kind of closing down and my friend runs the bar and it's like a cute little restaurant and no one's really there. My parents go home, my neighbor goes home, and I just continue to drink Lambrisco and tequila
1: until the new
0: year on an empty stomach with like a tiny bit of mushrooms in my stomach, uh, Mm -hmm. which you guys never do that, never do that. Not a a good match. No. Anyway, needless to say, I woke up in a really, really disastrous state, feeling really disgusting, having thrown up all of the things. And I was like laughing that, Mm -hmm. oh, it can only go up from here. It's going to be amazing. It's a new chapter. It's going to Moving be amazing. To Portugal, I wake up totally disgusting, being like, well, it's only up from here. And I don't know. If that, I think it was, life was like, ha ha.
1: <laughs> well, I think what's interesting is because if we recall, the first half of your time in Lisbon has been spring break, Liana.
0: That's true. So it really did think set in a tone. Avoidance, uh, it did set a tone. It set a tone. I've <laughs> had more wine this year and alcohol probably since in the last like 10 years combined. It feels like I yeah, had yeah. so much fun when I first got here because I was yeah. so starved for community. I hadn't had my own Absolutely. space. I was so excited. It was Portugal in the summer. Getting out there. But I also think I was just avoiding everything I was afraid of. Right? Love that too, right. And I threw myself into a relationship where it was really easy to that you know, they they were one of those lovely people that offers to take all of your energy and time. Absolutely. And I'm happy to give it. Happy Which to I think is very else.
1: interesting that two of your relationships, and we don't have to go into it too much, but I feel like that relationship was very much old you. Yes. And then the other one is the new you.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. And it's like, very do you want to so. be he- you healthy or unhealthy? What's the choice? Yeah. But the- I don't think that and I think I'm still and this is why, you know, it's been a, a slow burn and I feel very hesitant to jump into anything too seriously, because I'm still learning how to actually be in a relationship that's healthy, that isn't me just overgiving and like needing them to keep because I really so many of my relationships were I just was craving safety and I don't yeah. know how to show up whole and have my own boundaries and not just like melt into this other person or get like very, like almost like addicted to them. Right. Yeah. And it, yeah. and I wouldn't be in the position to even be looking at myself and exploring these new dynamics if it weren't for the relationship I had earlier this year. And I feel Absolutely really grateful right. for the shit show that was.
1: <laughs> yeah. And not to say that it was bad. It's just, it's interesting. Again, how we show up.
0: I mean, it was not, it was really hard at the end. It was not fun. It was
1: really fucking hard. It was not fun. Well, not even at the end. <laughs> I know In that's true. See, been- <laughs> I guess <laughs> the whole time you're I
0: the one being like, so is this a good idea? I wish I it was so simple. I wish it was so simple to say
1: it was hard at the end.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're not like, so you're crazy this whole time. This is not the best version. It's of like, you. listen, I,
1: you know, when you're outside of it, as you know. Yes.
0: Thank you. No, it's like, I do need that we reflection. Gotta, like, it was it was precarious the entire time.
1: It was the entire time. But we gotta go on that journey.
0: I well, that, I there was a lesson that needed to be learned and yeah. I would not be here if it weren't for that. No. And man, I never mm-hmm. want to do anything like that ever again. It was, it was funny though, because I feel like that relationship and, and what I ended up with in last year, it was like more toxic in terms of dynamics, not necessarily yeah. people, yeah. than I had been in it in a really long time. I'm like, yeah, we too turn like 39 and 40 to like really give ourselves some relationship drama. Like, what? Or
1: 46, as it is with me. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: Oh, I guess we learn at the pace we need to learn and we cannot judge we it. And it is all beautiful. At the pace we need to learn. But okay, uh-huh. as before we wrap this up, yeah. Off the top of your head, what maybe was the funniest or like most lighthearted or beautiful moment that you can think of of this year?
1: First of all, I just want to let you know that I was thinking the same around the same question to ask what? you. I know. Just FYI. Yes. Um, someone, a friend of mine, Tim. My friend who we know through the comedy world. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite things that we do, which is so silly, and it's not like meaningful or whatever, but he loves old, stupid movies. And so Mm -hmm. there have been a few times that it has just filled my soul and my spirit where I'll go over to his place and maybe we have a little edible, maybe we (laughs) have a little bit of wine and we watch some old, stupid movie and laugh our faces off. Those Mm -hmm. moments have been so special and so needed because I was thinking the other day, I was like, God, it's been a long time since I've really like, I love the, the chill, like being at home and laughing and playing games or whatever. And I just don't do, I don't have that here. Mm -hmm. And so having that, Tim has been a great, um, relief in that way. Yeah, just laughing and being silly and stupid, and we need that side of us. We yeah. need to be able because yeah. it has been such a heavy, intense year. Yeah. that I it, this my sanity has been saved from absurdity. Yeah, you know that's beautiful. and silliness because especially being in comedy, it's like it becomes a bit of a job, and right. so it's nice to have those moments where it is you're just releasing yourself to it.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I was you? trying to think of a specific moment, but you made me, I don't know. I feel like I met someone this year and I've never felt more familiar or connected or similar to this person. I, it's like such soulmate energy and it was like, I met her. It was like instant, like I've known you my whole life. And the amount the way of
1: friend, big F
0: mm-hmm. um, and the amount of silliness and yes. laughter that is just uh-huh. like reflected because it's, we're so similar, like the amount of, Just giggling and laying around watching TikTok videos and laughing at this, like the, she has this amazing (laughs) couch, but like it needs, there's like, it's two, there are two parts of it and it needs to be Uh built together, but it isn't. And if you sit in the wrong area, like the amount of time I spent falling in the hole of her couch (laughs) laughing about silly TikTok videos. And we realized that, um, you know beige flags were a thing this year, right? And oh, beige, you know, the, flag. Okay, yeah, beige yeah. flags, like not green flags, not red flags, just beige flags, like the weird things that you do. And we discovered my beige flag is, and it doesn't have to be drinking; it could be sober. But if I'm um, in a space that has like a lot of extra room for activity, is like a really big hotel room or like right. a really big living room, and there's like a carpet, I want to do headstands. So the amount of times I have a handful of margaritas and I'm doing (laughs) headstones, giggling like crazy. I love that. uh, Yeah. I mean, though there have been a lot of um, tears, there's been so much just silly, silly. (laughs) I just didn't realize like you miss those friends, right? And I feel like I hadn't had someone in my life where it's just like, that amount of silly, ridiculous giggling wow. that it just feels like slumber party energy yes, all the time and how necessary and, and great that's been. And being able, I think that, and it's sort of, I, I was realizing like what essentially we're asking is like, how are you loving through it? Right. And mm-hmm. I think we both, the answer is laughter.
1: Laughter.
0: Just right? being
1: silly. And,
0: like, being a human is so weird and crazy. Ugh, and, heavy. like, I, so much of wellness and all of this is about, oh, like, sit with your trauma and feel your feelings and cry. <laughs> we cry all the time. But, like, Ugh. we also – it's so ridiculous. Like, we have to be able to make fun of the fact that, like, for better or for worse, every couple of months you and I just, like, talk about our bullshit and, like, let other people listen to
1: Wonderful. it. Wonderful. I know.
0: <laughs> It's my favorite. (laughs) I know. I love it. Very
1: masturbatory.
0: I'm so grateful for (laughs)
1: Right. It's so, it's just needed to share,
0: share, and be
1: present and available. Wow. Those are just a bunch of words. I just, yeah, you just put a bunch of words. But
0: we're just putting a bunch of
1: words. Because I was starting in talking about like, the podcast, like it's just important to connect and share. And again, like I said before, like being vulnerable. And if you can feel less alone in some way or feel a little bit better just by listening to, then it's fully worth it. Um, But bless our friends who help us just laugh and be silly. And Mm. we need to make sure we leave and make room for those yeah. Those nights. Yeah. I ask him yeah. I'll I'll text him and I'll be like, hey, um, I need a movie night. Like I mm-hmm. need it. So it's just we need to make sure that we we make those nights happen or those days or those headstands yeah. or
0: whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I am grateful for you. I every all of my Portugal humans, oh my gosh, the amount of gratitude I have for the amazing people I've met here and how much I have these new friends who have watched me cry more than maybe some of my old friends have ever seen. Like right. put up with me being, you know, what I, I refer to over and over again as bug soup all fall, which is what they talk about, you know, bug in between soup. the caterpillar dissolves into that sack before it becomes a butterfly and That's fully so dissolves. Funny. And Martha Beck always calls it bug soup. And Ugh. I literally have been bug soup for months and like have all of these people in my life who have been so incredibly loving. And so I, I just want to say thank you to you all because maybe a couple of you listen. And also yeah. I want to say thank you to everyone listening. All yeah. five of you, maybe six. <laughs> um, yes. Because, you know, this has been one of my... Uh, I know, it's so lame, but this is one of my dream no. biggest dreams. And I really love um, having this platform and I love bringing you people that I hope help your life and, and, and bring pieces yeah. of my journey that I hope make your life easier. Because at the end of the day, all I want to do is create a space where everyone can heal and grow and become the best version of themselves. So, you know, that is why Claire and I are vulnerable, you know, so mm-hmm. You have. You can see that there's someone doing worse than you, <laughs> and talking about exactly, it um, and surviving. And that you're not alone, and that it's worth it. And you know, the highs would not be as high if they weren't for the lows. And 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 yeah, you got. You can do it, guys. You know, you sure. you're the ones with the answers. You got to just go yeah. within. If the, if, you know, my, you know, my only thing for this year and and going to next year is knowing that like right? It's all inside. Everything that you want and that you're looking for outside of you is actually something that you can cultivate within. You have all the power. You have all the power. I love you guys so much. Thank you. Have a beautiful end to your year. And we will be back in January talking about what the heck we're doing.
1: Yes. simply can't wait. Right. Love Through It is hosted by Liana Nielsen and produced by me, Claire Burns. If you're interested in working with Liana as a client or hiring her to lead a workshop or be a contributor, you can contact her through her website, healthybyliana.com, on Instagram at healthybyliana, or email, and you guessed it, healthybyliana at gmail.com.